Hello and welcome back to another bonus episode of Internal Rambles. This is your girl Rochelle and we are continuing to review Married at First Sight Season 14 and this is Episode 6, Dark Side of the Honeymoon. And child, this episode was a mess, a mess, a mess, and a mess. (laughs) I am going to leave the hot messiest of a mess uh, to the end, and that is Miss Alyssa. We're going to talk about her at the end. (laughs) But I am just going to go through each couple and what happened with them and my thoughts on the each couple and talk about what uh, is to to come for the next episode. So this episode, the couples are still on their honeymoon, I think. At some point of this episode, they said that it was day six of the marriage, I think. So couples have not been married a week just yet and some are doing still pretty good still in that literally honeymoon phase (laughs) and some you know there's been a few bumps in the road so let's just talk first about Mark and Lindsay so Mark and Lindsay I think they are really just kind of seeing how they fit in each other's lives. They have rubbed each other the wrong way. Mark previously has told Lindsay, listen, you know, I need you to kind of bring your personality down a notch, a few notches. You tend to be on 25,000 all the time. And in this episode, she really seems to be listening. She's not drinking as much. She doesn't seem to be just blurting out the first thing that she says she's not getting into it with the other couple she's being really mindful of her actions of her words so you know it seems really hopeful that she can really be considerate of her spouse her significant other but also just the people around her her family mentioned to mark that being with her was like taming an alligator or crocodile or whatever and he had mark has seen some of that kind of wild child nature but she's really trying to hone some of that energy in and so you know kudos to her for you know really trying to be what you know compromise i guess is the term that i'm trying to say and Mark has been having some challenges in his personal life at home. I guess there's a woman that he considers a mother figure, but she's really like a friend. And she's also his landlord. And she has been blowing up his phone. She's basically evicting him. 
And so um, Lindsay has stepped in and said, listen, you don't have to worry about that. When we get back home, we're going to pack your stuff up. You can move in with me. It's going to be all good. I got you. You're my husband. And we're going to do the darn thing. So she really seems to be in it to win it. And, you know, Mark is like, you know, I've never had a situation like this where, someone has really stepped up for me and he's like it's really kind of hard to handle but you know um he's all he seems to be all for it so mark and Lindsay seem to be you know on a pretty good track um we'll have to obviously continue to see how it goes but they both seem to be really serious about this process really into each other like i said they've had um, some issues but they whenever they have conflict whenever they have disagreements they work them out they work through them they both seem to be willing to compromise at this point obviously it's super early but um, yeah you know it's still looking pretty positive for the both of them the next couple is Steve and Noi who are one of the two of my favorite couples and they are still doing well um noi is still head over heels and, and in like i guess we can say maybe she's already pretty much fallen in love with steve if this was a cartoon you probably would see like the little cartoon hearts and butterflies above her head she is definitely very much into steve and just in la la land uh at the in the honeymoon with uh her husband and yeah i mean there doesn't there doesn't seem to be any like red flags or pink flags really at the moment there was a situation it wasn't really a situation but they're on the honeymoon and I think they were like in a rainforest and she was really scared and Steve's just like trust me trust me and she's like I don't want to be in this rainforest and in the water and he's like I got you you know and um yeah he had her but she ended up getting bit by like fish I, you know I didn't even know fish bite like I know sharks and stuff have teeth but anyways but it was just kind of interesting but yeah I don't really have much to say about them like they're doing well um there's not really anything too much going on in regard there I don't remember I don't really remember anything negative this episode for them uh, so things are, are looking pretty up still for Steve and Noy, and we'll have to see how things go. The next couple I am going to go to is Katina and Olajuwon. They really are, if I could label them, if I could have like a little like TV show couple label for them, they're kind of a wild card for me. I really don't think they should have been paired together. But there's moments where it's like, you know what? They may work. Like they, you know, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't have been paired together. But I get why they kind of were paired because 
their personalities do kind of click and if they really put in the hard work they could make it and then there are moments where I'm like you know what exactly <laughs> they not gonna make it <laughs> so they are definitely the wild card for me in this season Olajuwon he just be so all over the place and he is just <sighs> he is just Olajuwon I don't even know how else to explain him there was a part in the episode where they're on horses and this really could have been a really super fun maybe even romantic op uh, opportunity for them event activity and Katina was really scared to be on the horse because she didn't know if you know she would fall off the horse or whatever i actually remember like a long time ago when i was a kid long 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 time ago horseback riding like and it was really i mean i wasn't doing anything major it was like really really slow but horses are very intimidating <laughs> i mean have you seen a horse and they can definitely get out of control and so i can understand i i don't remember being i mean i was super young i was like in the third grade i don't remember being scared because i i knew i wasn't doing any true riding i just like really slow trotted with the horse but you know they really were riding horses and I, so I understand totally how she could be fearful and he was just getting very impatient with her like come on this horse you know many people have rode this horse and many people will ride this horse afterwards you don't need to be scared and she you could tell she truly she wasn't being like overly dramatic or anything she was definitely very scared and this could have been a really great time for him to really show up for his wife and be super supportive and be very encouraging and loving and he was just so aggressive and pushy and and she was like I'm gonna punch him like he is just doing the hostess with the mostest and I get it like dude calm down like I'm scared and she wasn't like giving up she wasn't hopping off the horse but she was frightful she was fearful she was anxious and he was just not trying you know she was telling him to slow down because i think and i could be getting this wrong i think she was concerned because she didn't want the fact that his horse was going so fast to make her horse react the same way and then she end up getting hurt or falling off or whatever um so after the ride you know she let him know like listen i was fearful I was afraid you were not supportive you were being very aggressive and rude if I'm concerned or if I'm fearing if I'm being a fearful in the moment like I need you to be supportive not being aggressive or rude or trying to push me when I legitimately have fear and you know he's like i would never put you in harm's way you know you need to trust you know and it's like i don't think he fully was understanding and you know it's it seemed like they kind of resolved it but he wasn't he wasn't fully understanding what katina was saying <laughs> you know they they they, they ended amicably with that 
that disagreement but he wasn't truly understanding her like he just wanted her to just do what he said you know and it's just like you have to understand if someone really has a fear you can't just keep egging them and pushing them you had to be supportive and in that moment and really help them to get through with, with the emotions that they're feeling not push them even or make them feel even worse that's not helpful at all so yeah <laughs> Elijah Wan is a mess like but you know I, I do commend the both of them that they are willing to talk things through even though I like I said I don't think Elijah Wan fully understood Katina's perspective um and I I commend that Katina she definitely will talk things through she doesn't shut down she shares her side her perspective and she is willing to definitely approach conflict and issues head on. And so I think that's a positive thing about them is that when they're upset with each other, they will talk things through. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens with Katina and Olajuwon. Fourth couple is the second is my second favorite couple jasmina and michael and you know there's a little trouble in paradise for them unfortunately and it goes around communication jasmina is very unhappy and frustrated with the way that michael communicates she believes that he is a bit too aggressive in the way that he communicates and when there's an issue he is a bit too aggressive in the way that she doesn't uh likes the way that he communicates when they have a disagreement that he's a bit too rude and disrespectful and that their issues don't it seems like it like things are not really getting resolved because of the fact that she doesn't like the way that he may say things or the tone so when they are getting in disagreements i think that even if things kind of get resolved there still is a little bit of residue because i think that she's upset because of the fact that he is communicating in such a negative manner so I'm not counting them out yet they are still a favorite couple of mine but I think that if they don't learn how to positively communicate with each other that it potentially could be the detriment to their marriage last but not least Chris and Alyssa when I tell you watching them is surreal Chris is my boy because Chris ain't for the foolishness he is not for play play like this YouTube puppet dog comedy thing that is so funny Chris tells it like it is. He's not being disrespectful to Alyssa like she keeps saying. He's just being honest. Alyssa lives in La La Land. She creates these false narratives because she does not want to be portrayed negatively. She doesn't want to be portrayed negatively on TV. 
and she does not want to be honest to him and I don't know if maybe because she doesn't want to hurt his feelings or what it is at the end of the day it the things that she says it's like do you really like do you hear what you're like or do you really believe what you're saying because if so you are cray cray but also I I'm really concerned about you if you believe these things that you're saying out your mouth so basically Chris is like I don't know what's going on she refuses to do activities with him which so like how are you supposed to get to know your new husband how are you supposed to like be building this marriage and relationship if you refuse to do activities with him so production or whoever had to intervene and be like you need to actually like go interact with your husband <laughs> but whenever she does she's like he's so rude to me he's so disrespectful no he calls you out and says like you are not telling me what's going on. I have done nothing to you. I am not willing to be with you if you are not going to put the effort into this marriage. Like, he's just being honest. Like, honesty, honesty doesn't feel good when it's the truth. <laughs> I mean, the truth really actually do hurt. But he's not doing anything to you. He wants he wants to be he wants to get to know you, but he's not he's not cussing you out. He he's calling you out on your stuff. She does not want to say, "Hey, I didn't get this prince charming and I quit on day 1 as a result." And she every two seconds she's crying to production she's like oh my goodness can you look at him i don't like the way he he does his hand gestures she's so petty and immature like his hand gestures what does that have to do with anything she's like oh my goodness i just can't stand him i hate him girl what this man has done nothing to you yes you are going to look bad on tv because you are a brat you're immature and this man has done nothing for you to be treating him unless he's been like beating you behind a door and there's no way you have spent no time with him <laughs> and even the women have like tried to tell like she said well his friends and his family said things about him that made I make gave me concerns and they were like you know maybe you should not have listened to like what people said about him and actually like got to know him yourself like you you can't you can't take things for face value of what people say you can actually learn a person yourself and then she tried to tell him that she wanted to move into the apartment but she didn't want to move into the apartment with him so she she was like how about this how about you move in half time without me 
and then I move in half time without you because I want to hang with the other couples. I still want the experience. And he was like, no, like I'm not here for the other couples. I'm here to have a wife and to have a marriage. And even production was like, this is married at first sight, not singles at first sight. You have to be working on a marriage. The girl is like delusional. That's the word I was looking for. And then like, he's like, I need to know, are you going to try to be in this marriage or not? Because if not, I'm leaving. He's like, either you are going to get like, and the sad thing about, and I feel so bad for Chris. He's like, if you tell me you will try 1%, I will give you 100%. Like, bro, what? But that's how much he wants to like try and have a relationship. And she won't give him an answer. Like she's leading him on and she's like, I'll tell you next week. Because she wants to, she wants to be on the show. She wants the experience. She wants to hang out and chill. She doesn't care anymore about the process or trying to be with someone or try, you know. He should just cut his losses and do the divorce. But he's just, he's trying. He's like, he's, I think part of him is pro or whatever. It's like, I went through all of this. I, I really want to, he's probably saying, I really want to say I gave it my all. And she, it's so crazy because I, she's like, I am trying. Why are you saying she ain't doing nothing? It's so crazy. It's like, it, it, it. I can't wait till like the experts need to intervene Pastor Cal or Dr. Pepper. Those are the ones that are really going to be like you tripping to Alyssa because she is. And, it, you know, I, I mean, Chris needs a do over for sure. Like, I've never seen anything like it. And it's I don't I mean, sometimes you really never know a person until you really I don't think they knew that they would they were getting what they got in Alyssa because she's definitely bratty, immature, you know, what were you thinking? And uh, I think it was Mark who said it really perfectly. He was like, you can't come here looking for your perfect person. You're looking for a marriage and marriage is work. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Marriage is work. You're not going to get, you know, your model perfect Brad Pitt or your whatever the equivalent of Brad Pitt in a woman is, you know, you're going, you, you're going to get things that you may like or you want. And then you have to do that work to get that great marriage she just wanted that Brad Pitt and then whatever else happens okay and Chris is not a bad looking guy he's cute and he's funny he has a career you know it's just like it's her and this is probably why her past relationships have not worked and you know it is what it is so next week they meet with the experts. I think Chris and Alyssa meet with Pastor Cal, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I hope so. That's who they need. And then also, I believe we see 
a little bit of continued issues with Jasmina and Michael. And then we see Noi crying. And I think she mentioned something about, you know, I really don't want to struggle and have to worry about money. So I think there's probably like a finally a real conversation about um, career and money and the whole situation with the fact that um, Steve does not have stable employment. So that will be interesting to see. And that is my recap of this week's episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Please, if you have a moment, listen to my previous content. I hope that you are enjoying this. Check me out wherever that you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And until next episode, this is your girl, Rochelle. Take care of yourself. Take care of of each other. And until next episode, talk to you soon.